Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. there everybody in podcast land and welcome to the sports sports podcast i'm joel anderson and joining us as always is phil ranta the sports outsider i can't help but notice the pauses the pauses what were the pauses about uh, you know what i'm gonna crane my neck over to jordan's seat and see why he's being yeah, so he quiet okay? <gasps> he... jordan's not here oh goodness and that's a problem because it's our one year, two month anniversary Absolutely. of doing the show. And we always celebrate our 14 month anniversary uh, just because we don't feel like celebrating a year. We don't go by Earth calendars. Yeah. It's not because we completely forgot about our one year anniversary. No. That is not why we're doing it. And this. you know what the anniversary means. Clip show! Clip show! Oh. I'd also like to point out that this has nothing to do with the fact that Jordan is the person who normally does almost all of the preparation for the show. No, no. We would be perfectly fine to do an entirely new show without Jordan. Yeah, we'd do a clip we show with him here. choosing not to. I can talk about spurts. Isn't that what it's <laughs> called? Spurts? Sports. 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 It's oh. a long O. I see. O sound, yeah. Uh, ooh, sports. Sports. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Weird sports. Indeed. But we are uh, we are going to go back and we are going to give uh, to you listeners at home. This is going to be a super duper supersized episode where we give you our top seven best sports, sports, sports podcast, inter- cast, sports, sports, sports podcast interviews yes. of all time. Yes. We've had so many huge stars here. Huge I have known stars. none of them. Well, I've known a couple of them, but for the most part, they're we've athletes. We've had some really big names on the show. And, yeah. And not even just athletes. We've also, I mean... What what in the business you would call gets right big gets we've had uh, I'm gonna name some that we're not gonna cover today but we've oh, had yeah. Christopher Walken Christopher Walken has was been on the, on show. the show that uh, was really big Bud Selig is apparently Bud a Selig, guy commissioner of the NMA, Major League Baseball uh, Will Smith Wiki Wild Wild Will Smith that was actually not that Will Smith oh really he 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 was quite upset if memory serves oh I messed up that interview that. then you I was making Will Smith movie references. Listening to that while I was researching this one, and and it was a little embarrassing. And the guy who runs the Augusta National Golf Course was yes, here. Yes, absolutely. All of these people. Uh, our hockey expert, Guy Gagne. He was here, yeah. None of these people make our top seven list. No, but those are all great interviews. They were great interviews. I believe they're available on YouTube, yes, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're available on YouTube, on Comedy Podcast Network, on iTunes. I suggest you go back and listen to all of them. However, what we have for you today... Or whenever you're listening, this is is. I'm is, pretty sure they're listening to it on a day they would consider today. today I wouldn't worry correct, about that date bro. on that one. Okay, but what we have for you at 12:37 p.m. on no uh, is <laughs> the 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 seven best interviews that we've done. All we're, right, we're and you know what? Excited. Because we can't do the T-boat update, T-boat update watch countdown. Yeah, uh, these are all sponsored by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. There it is. We yep. got the hardcore one back. All right. All right. The first one coming in at number seven, Jim Tripp at the long snapper. Oh, Jim. Yeah. I was, I was sad that I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, I, he's, he's a legendary long snapper, a guy who spent a lot of time in the NFL. Uh, I believe he may have had some sort of issue with you, Phil. I think I got a little aggressive with yeah, this one. Amazingly uh, enough. You might notice uh, at home that this is going to be a recurring film theme, Phil a uh, little abusive towards our guests. I don't mean to be, but it's, they all care about sports so much. something of a reputation, Phil, of shitting on the people we bring in well, the I'm show. Well, I'm a sports outsider. You are the sports Everybody outsider. Everybody knows so this. I'm not big into sports, so I have to get a little angry that they like yep. sports so no, much. That's understood. It's just maybe we'd get some of our big guests to come back if you didn't give them so much crap. Well, let's see exactly what happened yeah, okay, in this interview so. with Jim Trippett, the long snapper. All right, Phil. Yes. Be cool. I'm trying. I'm we got. Trying. We have a guest in the studio now. I know. He's sitting across from me. I'm being very cordial. I'm nodding at him. Hey there. Hey there. Hello. Was it, was it Phil? Yes. Pleasure to meet you, Phil. Hi. It's good to meet you, too. It's Jordan. All right, we, good to meet you, Jim. Nice, nice to meet you, we Jordan. We exchanged a handshake. I'm being nice. So, Jim Trippett. You be Trippett. 
okay. I'd really prefer that you not make fun of my name. All right. I just need to get that on my system. Now, okay. All right. Lifelong, long, lo- <laughs> lifelong, long snapper. Absolutely. 14 seasons. Damn proud of the time I put in. And it's one of those things where you're probably not, you know, long snapper's not one of the most famous positions because if you're doing it right, the, the crowd, the audience should know your name. Absolutely. One of the most underappreciated positions on the football field. Now, you're, you're the outsider guy, right? Yeah. That's what a felt. long snapper does is he snaps the ball long. to, uh, yeah, he snaps it when you have to I'm, snap it a long way. I'm ways. an outsider. I'm not a moron. Like on a field goal or a punt. You're sassing me right now. No, he is you're not sassing sa- me. Phil, you're and not being And I can't hold it sass. in. Do you hear that sass? I'm no, not, I'm, tr- I'm not trying to sass you. I just, Man, I just you want tripping. people, I want, I really Phil. ask that you know. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on, trip it. Anyway, I just think that a lot of people tend to overlook the position. They think, oh, it's just. It's just some walk-on you tack on there at the end. But no, long snapper, pretty important to a successful football well, especially team. Especially at the yeah. pro level. You're not going to have some oh, walk-on you just no. coming out of nowhere. You, you just no. throw the ball through your legs like when girls go bowling and they want to be funny and they push the ball through their legs it's from not. behind. Yes, but much more accurately than that. Sure. I've seen a girl get a strike doing that. Yeah, but that was luck. Okay. It is, it is not luck what those long snappers do out there. No, I believe you. I'm not sassing. And and and, and briefly, how, what, what, how would you – I mean, obviously, short versus long, but how would you differentiate yourself from just, you know, the center? The guy who's snapping it most times. Well, the center, uh, he has to understand a lot of the different blocking packages. He's got he's to read the, the blitzes. He's got to call out the blocking assignments, the other guys in the line. Uh, whereas I just really hone in and specifically focus on accurately snapping the ball in situations where it needs to be snapped a long ways. But accurately. Yes, it has to be accurate. So you learned how to do one thing, throw the ball through your legs. And but that's very, very well. Let me tell you something. You have a shoddy long snapper on your team. You yeah. can miss upwards of one or two field goals or extra points over the course of the season. Oh, my uncle died because he had a shoddy long snapper. <laughs> All right, Phil, what? knock it off. Sorry. Right, we're we're going to actually go through and get your analysts, uh, analysis of some NFL teams here. All right, let's do this. All right, first of all, NFC East, what are you thinking? Uh, NFC East. Let me see. So far, I think the Redskins are going to run away with that division. Oh, RG3, Robert Griffith III, right? Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people are excited. Quite frankly, rookie quarterback. Uh, we'll see how it pans out. Okay. But, uh, but, you know, that is not what I think is the particular strength of that team. Well, if it's not that, what, what, what is it? One William Bill Majeski. You can just call him Bill, I'm sure. Bill Majeski. Billy Majeski, one of the better long snappers in the NFL. That man rarely misses. I think that he's the one who is going to carry that team right to the NFC title. All he does is throw the ball through the legs, though. That's not Very accurately. And, you know, for a rookie quarterback, he's going to need that. Yeah. I guess probably isn't holding that. Well, in in fairness, he's not actually going to do any of the snapping to the quarterback. It's just to – but, you know, with with the rookie quarterback, you can't afford mistakes elsewhere. Like in your kicking game. Right. All right. Exactly. All right. Special teams. Very important. NFC North. Who do you like? NFC North. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I think the Vikings are going to run away with that division. The Vikings. I, I realize they are, are significantly inferior to the other teams in the division at quarterback, yes. receiver, offensive line, many of the traditional, you know, flashy skill positions. Right. But one James Kirkland. Uh, Jimmy Kirkland, one of the best long, long snappers, snappers in the entire yeah. NFL. I saw that The one man coming. is a dream. He throws a majestic spiral between his legs that travels six or seven yards to that. I mean, he hits his target dead on every time. You're never going to see the holder having to, to bring his hands up and bring that ball down. No, boom, it's right there. My uncle died because he had a majestic long snap between his legs. <laughs> Come on, Phil. What? Come on. <laughs> it's true. We have a guest. Uh, okay. Okay, Minnesota, whatever. I I would disagree with that. NFC South, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina. Who do you like? I like Tampa Bay. Another curious pick. Tampa Bay didn't do well last year. Danny O'Hara is a a fine log snapper. Yeah, I I see where the – Really on top of his game. I've caught on to this, Jordan. I think he's picking based on the strength of the long snapper. No, I'm taking a a look at the entire team. There's more people on the team than a long snapper. That's true, and I'm waiting all of them. I'm just – my particular method of picking picking who's going to win is based more on a position like long snapper, one that the other NFL analysts – have long overlooked. Jordan, this guy is tripping. Well, no, here's the thing. The NFC right now is a stronger division in terms of long snappers. Way stronger in what? terms of long snappers. Are you so, really? B- you know, let's just shift over to the AFC real okay. quick. AFC East, ooh, 
Gotta like the Patriots, right? No. Pat? Pats are terrible this year. Pats are going down. I, I, I picked the Pats maybe to win six games. Six what? games. That's un-American. Phil Nitkowski couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a long snap. Oh, come oh, on. Man. Come he's, on. He's just winging it out there. It was a real... It, it's, That's it's, all you have to do. Just wing it out there. No, it's got to be accurate. It's got to be accurate, Phil. No. I don't buy this. I don't buy this thesis. AFC East, I'll tell you who's going to win the AFC East. Who's going to win the Miami AFC? Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins are terrible. How's their <laughs> no, long it's... snapper, though? Is it a good long snapper? He's positively fantastic. Oh, come on. But here's the thing. Clive <laughs> Owen's the name of the long Clive snapper. Owen, like Clive Owen, like the actor Clive Owen. No, well, uh, the actor Clive Owen's obviously is not going to be able to effectively snap the ball in the NFL. I would put him on the team, and I don't Clive think the Owens team would do any different. Clive Owen's wouldn't be able to snap it to a guy who's right under center, let alone snap I it seven snap yards behind him. seven yards. Hey, you're getting sassy with the guests. I though. can't help it. The long snapper's not that important. I don't even follow football, and I okay. know he's not All right. that Listen, important. Maybe when you play 14 seasons in the NFL... You can come talk to me about who's important to a football team. But you know what? I was there. I know. And let me tell you something. My mentor, Louis Long Snapper Loggins. All right? The finest Long Snapper. Who did he play for? The oh, Los man, Angeles Rams. up a little bit. I am tearing up a little bit because that man taught me a lot of great things, okay? He, he provided me with the career that I had. I made a solid $15,000 a year. Oh, I'm For so all the sorry. years that I was in the NFL. Oh, man. And it was because of Louis Long Snapper Loggins and that Does he guy... really need the nickname Long Snapper if he is a Long Snapper? It seems redundant. It's like, hey, I'm a Long Snapper and my nickname is Long Snapper. Okay, I, I gave him that nickname. Oh. Well, it's a good thing you Long Snap better than you come up with nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm beginning to think that uh, you're the one snassing me here. You know, you know. No, let's... I don't mean to sass. It's just I felt like you sassed me at first. We got off on the wrong foot. I've, I felt like I was nothing but cordial. Oh. Uh, real, real quick, Jim. Live with Kelly and Michael Strahan, what do you think? Uh, Michael Michael Strahan's taking over for Kelly. No, no, no. He's oh, taking over for Regis. Regis. Oh, Kelly for Regis. Yeah, let's oh. switch it from sports for a second. See All right. If- well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how Strahan's going to do. Very personal guy. Right. Very charismatic. Right. But I saw him goofing around in practice one time trying to long snap it. <laughs> totally. Oh, come on. He couldn't do it. He... He to host a show? over the head of the guy holding it, all right? You don't really need to slow The skill's applicable to, to long snapping. This one makes snapping. the most sense. I have to admit, I think that I'm so good at podcasting because I'm such a good long snapper. Are you a good long snapper? Do you want to go have a long snap? Yeah, let's, let's do this. I want, uh, I want to see. You've been talking a big game here. All okay, right. I want to see if you could back it up. Here's a ball right now. You go ahead and do it. Let's see how you long snap. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hut, do it. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. I caught yeah. it right at my chest. Yeah. Now oh. who's tripping? That was that was, that was was a solid 15 yards. That was like a punt. Yeah. You bring it on. You know what? You know what? I'm backing down. If I did sass you, I'm sorry, Phil. That was that was a, that was a fine snap. Didn't mean to snap sass you either. It's much harder to long snap. Well, hey, than I no, and I, I, didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to snap at you before. No, no. I... I realize now how difficult it is to long snap, and I feel I felt 14 years of pain in that single long snap. I, I I'd still be doing it today if I hadn't blown out my shoulder. Man, maybe I was the one that was tripping. Whoa! That I did get was, a little aggressive. Yes, you pushed his buttons there. Just I didn't bit, mean to. And he was giving us some real insights into how professional football is played. Yeah, into long snapping. Not yeah. a real position. You know, I gotta say, there's not a lot of people who, who emphasize the long snap. But it was a redemptive ending. It was. I learned a lesson. He we, learned something. We all learned a lesson. Yeah, we end. did. Again, really wish I could have seen that one. I have to admit, though. I was Which re- episode was that again? Which number? Oh, that was, uh, that was episode 38. 38. Yeah, so go back, download episode yeah. 38. Yeah. Absolutely. The long snapper. Uh, But coming in at number six is one I was really excited about. I wasn't here for this one. Oh. I know. That was was really sad. It was Jack Nicholson talking about the Lakers. Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Apparently he's been in lots of movies that I've seen. We don't always get a lot of crossover from, from, you know, uh, Hollywood royalty to to the sports realm. But but he's a huge sports fan, I hear. uh, Big sport, huge Lakers fan. Has been for a very long time. A fixture uh, with the floor seats at Lakers games. Uh, And 
yeah, it was pretty exciting that we we, we, we got Jack Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and you and Jordan got to pick his brain. I, of yeah. course, was sent out to go get burritos because all Jack does is eat burritos. And we also, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Jack's love for burritos was something we might have made up. We did not want you insulting Jack Nicholson. What? So, I'm sorry. I wouldn't have. He's not a sports person. Well, we didn't know that at the time. Oh, you just had a you're history. killing me, Joel. I'm wearing a tuxedo for our one-year, two-month anniversary, and now I'm going to cry tears on my tuxedo. Yeah. Fortunately, you're not wearing any. Oh, you are wearing mascara. I would. Okay. Oh, well, let's right. listen to the let's, interview let's I missed of Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. The Jack Nicholson. Okay, this is maybe the biggest day we've had yet for the Sports 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 podcast, but we have a huge guest here tonight. We're very happy to welcome to the podcast Jack Nicholson. Yeah, thanks for having me. Jack. Oh my gosh. Wow, just having you yeah. in this room. You got the sunglasses. I know I'm impressed that I'm in this room too. <laughs> I know. I would yeah. think you'd be it's here a too. big deal. We're really really <laughs> thrilled that you could come do this. I feel like I hit rock bottom. No, 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 that's, no. That's humor. He's making a joke, that, I bet. Yeah, I'm making a little joke at your expense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that Jack Nicholson, you're a funny guy. I seriously <laughs> love this guy. I'm sorry. Uh, we are such big fans. Well, Huge I have fans. to say, being on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast was on my bucket list. Because <laughs> 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 that movie. Me and Morgan Freeman. Were yeah, bucket oh, list. Man. You bucket got list. A couple of old guys doing yeah. crazy yeah. stuff. Doing crazy old stuff. Old guys with young girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're familiar yeah. uh so well since this is the sports 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 podcast we thought we should uh get right down to talking about the lakers yeah, the, let's Lake talk show. the lakers i'm always yeah. there uh, what? When, when i'm when i'm watching the lakers that's as good as it gets okay, okay. yeah yeah too. yeah there we oh, go did you sure. see as good as it gets i did yeah we did yeah it's a good movie you won an oscar for that yeah i won oscars for lots of things you you did yeah you know they only Award Oscars to a few good men every year. That's, well, few good yeah, that's men. True. That's true. Yeah, that's, I was that's... in that film too. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom Cruise. mostly. Yeah, we're yeah. we're 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 familiar. So, so, so uh, Jack, uh, we just wanted to know what can you tell us about uh, about you know Kobe, uh, about Andrew Bynum, uh, this year's Lakers. You know, what do you what do you think? I mean, what happened? And they get they get knocked out in five games by the the fast rising Oklahoma City Thunder and their star Kevin Durant. Well, as you know, I'm sitting courtside at every single game, and yeah, I was watching them, and they looked a little bit off. You know, their game felt a little off. So I was thinking, hey, pretty soon, something's got to give. Something's got to give. I was in that movie too. <laughs> yeah, that's something's got to give. Really That's what I thought when looking here. at but, the Lakers. But nothing gave. OKC steamrolled them. Five-game yeah. sweep. Yeah. So what's got to change? What does someone like Paul Gasol or Andrew Bynum or Kobe, what do they have to do? What's Wait, the? You know what they should do? What? Go into anger management. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they're looking a little angry out there. I was uh, in that movie, too. Yeah, we, we, Anger yeah, we're management. Aware, we're aware. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, did, not, did not catch that one. Well, yeah. Uh, so, so, Jack, what? What can you say about the the atmosphere at Lakers games that's kept you coming back all these years? Well, uh, you know what? I go there. I go sit. I sit courtside and I stay. At every yes, I stay. Because if yeah. I left, I'd be one of the departed. <laughs> okay. I was in that movie too. Yeah, yeah. The okay. departed. That's you would, Leo you would DiCaprio. Be... He doesn't go to Lakers games. He's one of the departed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, that's wow. Mars okay. attacks. That you just shouted that one out. You just shouted that one out, Jack. I was Jack. in Mars Attacks. We we know Tim that, Burton, but that wasn't yeah. even a response to a question. Sure, but you're, I was in that film. Your flimsy, transparent attempts to... Oh, hey, come on. You're Let's plugging films that are on DVD now. You're not even plugging new films. Hey, people still buy DVDs. All right. Let, let's talk some more Lake Show. Let's yeah. do it. You're there. You're courtside. You know, you, you're, 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 you're almost part of the team. You and, and Diane Canyon and... Uh, Diane Keaton. I was in movies with <laughs> Diane Keaton. Yeah, we, we're, we're where? All right. We'll go on with your question. <laughs> I don't know. I just You didn't can, know? Can you offer how, – how, how surprised were you, I guess, that the Lakers get knocked out in the second round? And, and, and additionally, a follow-up question, what's it like, uh, you know, dealing with the fact that the Clippers are now good? Oh, that's crazy. The Clippers being good is crazy. Like, for a while – they were saying we're gonna be good, and I thought that it was just like the boy who cried wolf 
I was in a movie called Wolf. Yeah. The boy who cried wolf. There might actually have been some people who forgot about wolf until you mentioned Chinatown. It, like, just shouting them out again. Chinatown. Just shouting them out. <laughs> waited for a setup. That I know. You could, you could north wait for the east question. of, of the Staples Center. Yeah. It is, it, is, <laughs> it is great having you on here. Listen, um... Okay, Jack, uh, a lot of people wonder why a man of, of your stature and a man who has as much uh, wealth as you do has persisted in sitting courtside instead of getting getting a suite uh, or a box yeah, uh, that you could stay in. Wait, you want answers? Yeah, you yeah, want answers? Man. Yeah, that's... What, you want me to sit in a booth? You couldn't handle the booth! Okay. <laughs> uh... uh <laughs> I got really angry there for a second, Jack. That's. Did you order the code red? What the Mountain Dew? No, Did that's... you order the code red Mountain Dew? <laughs> no. Because no. I brought some from home. If anyone oh, wants oh, to enjoy okay. one, Thank uh, you. thanks, Jack. Tom I... Cruise actually yelled that at me. That wasn't one yeah. of my lines. <laughs> we got gotcha. you. Yeah. I'm versatile. But as for the <laughs> as for the question, do do you think Lakers fans really want to continue seeing you on those floor seats? Are you All like... right, Let, we're getting serious now. I've been I've been goofing with you, all right. I do sit courtside because I genuinely love the game. You know, I like to see it live. I don't want to watch it on TV. It's like live theater, and all of those men, those tall, strong, athletic men, stand as a shining example of humanity. The Shining. I was in that. All basketball and no play makes Jack a dull boy. All basketball and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Here's Jack at the Lakers game. All right, you know, it's been great having you. Yeah, Jack, I'm sure we're going to have you back soon. The Evening Star. It's been great. I've never even heard of it. Blood and Wine. The Crossing Guard. Hoffa. Man Trouble, The Two Jakes, All right, we want to thank Jack Nicholson for coming on to the podcast. We appreciate him. Thanks again, Jack. Iron Weed. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Wow, that was impressive. Yeah, um, I don't know. I kind of, looking back on that one, Jack Nicholson may be a little self-serving. He had a lot of good information about the Lakers, though. Yeah, I question just how much insight that we got out of that interview. You missed the subtext, Joel. He was giving you gems. You just weren't getting it. It was a little above your head. Uh, Okay. Well, okay. We can agree to disagree on that one. I felt that was maybe a little more easy rider than it was... uh, I'm trying to think of a more sane Jack Nicholson character. Well, if if you want to listen to that whole episode, it's episode 26 in the long in the olden days. I believe that was way back in the olden days. That was like early 2012. Yeah, way back in the day. Way back in the day. Speaking of way back in the day, we've got an awesome one coming at number five. Another person I don't know, Brian Cashman. Oh, Brian Cashman, the uh, the New York Yankees general manager. Yeah, he's he's the one. The reason why I get to hang out with a Rod every day. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. I. I, I was actually not present for that interview. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, I deeply, deeply regret that because that was the interview when you, Phil, were responsible for us getting saddled oh, but I with the albatross gambling. of a contract that is A-Rod. I'm, I'm a fan of the show American Pickers, so I really like trades. Okay, that's uh, I understand where you're coming from, Phil, but once again, the financial situation here at the podcast was doing stupendously well. And 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 really now all of the money that we had brought in and and more is committed to A Rod. Well, over speaking the next five of years. which, we should probably play this because I've got yeah. to go feed the A Rod after this show yes, is you, done. Yes, you you do. So why don't so, we? We'll we'll go ahead and listen to the A Rod interview. I'm going to say that you made a few tactical errors in here. Yeah. Let's see what the audience. Brian says. Cashman. All right, this is a very big interview right now, Phil. All right, I'll take your word for it. All right, and you you be nice. Okay, I always am. It's general manager of the New York Yankees, Brian Cashman. Brian, it's good to have you on. Yeah, hello. It, uh, thank you. It's good to be here. How's the season going? It, Season's it, over, it's, Phil. It's oh, over. did I ruin it we, already? No, well, you know, we talked about this a, a minute ago. Right, right. Okay. Oh, because the Tigers are in the World Series. That's yeah, right. We, we, we got swept. Oh, okay. Like, That's ALC. too bad. It's, it's, it's really sort of a, a problem. All right. Problem not for me. Well, well, here's the thing. Yankees, every season you go into, you have sky-high expectations every year. Certainly, uh, getting to the World Series, winning the World Series is generally an expectation. You don't expect to go out in a sweep. 
And I know uh, people are talking about, you know, what's what's the next move? You got a lot of people, uh, contracts coming up. You got some contracts still going on. What's the general yeah, we, offseason we do, plan? We do have uh, a, a fair a fair bit of contractual obligation uh, to to at least a couple of our players uh, over the next uh, four to five years. That's certainly a concern. Uh, but we do have, you know, we are confident that without over expanding our payroll, you know, we have the pieces in place to form a pretty strong core moving forward. You know, and that's. Uh, that's sort of where we're standing. Obviously, there's some moves that we'd like to make this offseason. Uh, we may not be able to, but we'll like, see how it plays like, out. Like put together a team that can win some games against the Tigers? That that, would, that, be, that would be correct, Mr. Ranta. Right, we obviously great. are going to want to win more games against the Tigers than we did this year. I mean, specifically four more than we did this year. But. I like your little American flag pin. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's actually it's actually those are rubies. And what? This is this Whoa. Is man, I would love funny. to have something that with is, the precious that, is that a oh, tip? Yeah, someday. absolutely. Well, hey, how about this? Uh I'll trade you the flag pin. What? Yeah, absolutely. Uh is that Is that like an external hard drive you got sitting there? What, that one? Yeah, yeah. but it's just full of like garbage footage. Ah, it's fine. It's uh, mostly t- old tell you sports, sports 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 podcasts. I will trade it's you garbage. Yeah, it's, I will trade you the, the the wonderful flag pin really and nice. uh, Alex Rodriguez for for that external hard drive. Wow, really? Yeah. No, no, don't right. don't no no don't do not do this, Phil. You're, no, you're, why? You're, no, you're taking on his contract out. The guy signed through 2017. He's 38 years old. He can't catch up to fastballs. He makes like 20 million dollars a year. You don't want this. Yeah, those are real rubies. The contract obligations alone. You you do not want these. But I this really hard think drive bring is literally, it's just full of crappy, okay, okay. stupid, boring, sports, sports, sports podcast why don't, why don't you? How about the hard drive for the flag pin? Hey, I like that trade, too. You want to do that one? Uh, well, you really have to understand. I think I think uh, Alex would bring a lot to this podcast, you know, that he would, he would you know, uh, he's he's a veteran. With a lot of experience, he's hit 647 home runs. There's a chance that he could pass uh, Barry Bonds' all-time home run record. Hey, is that carrot here, juice? Huh? Is that? Do you have a thing of carrot juice? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay healthy. I went to the juice bar before I came here. Hey, hey, how you, about this? I'll trade you the carrot juice. Yeah, I'll take the carrot juice. Oh, okay, hang on. And well, I'll give it, you the it, hard drive it, for that. Oh, no, uh, that's not a hard drive for a carrot juice. I saw a juice box in your fridge, right? Oh, yeah, that, that's yeah. even better. Juice so tell you what, juice. I will trade you my fancy my fancy carrot juice with uh, with, with celery seed in it as hey, well. Yeah, I love oh, celery yeah. seed. Uh, and, uh, oh, I don't know, Mark Teixeira for that juice box. Sure, no, that no, sounds no, great. No, do what? not. He's trying to sneak in. He's trying to get you to take on these bloated contracts he's got. I don't. I don't think this is a good I deal. I could have my own baseball player. What, what are you going to do with the baseball player? I don't know. He could fill in for me on the Sports 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 podcast. Mark Teixeira can switch hit. I know. Think he is a switch that hitter. That's, your this podcast. is the only job I have in a week. This is it for me. I just sit in my room and stare at the ceiling until I do this podcast. I don't. Well, that's sad. Uh, I, I don't I don't think this is a good trade. I don't think you want this. Oh, uh, okay. But, all right. I, I have one more suggestion here, Phil. I've noticed you've been eyeing my watch. I like it. It's a Rolex. It's yeah. quite a nice watch. And, no. and Mickey Mouse's arms are the minute arm and the hour arm, right? Yes, which is a, makes it a very rare Rolex. Right, right. That's pretty cool. Here, here's the thing. I noticed that you have, you have a hot plate. Yeah, yeah. That's what I have because I, I was homeless for a while. probably use a hot plate. I'm willing to say trade you my Rolex. And uh, let's put the mystery box on the table. What? Oh. In exchange for your hot plate. That is insane. I mean, the hot plate, I could buy another hot plate at Goodwill for two bucks and a Rolex. That's a with lot. With Mickey That's- Mouse on it. Don't know That's where you're going to find another one of those. You know what? I'll take it. I'm going to take that. You got a problem? Well, are you sure? Maybe, maybe you want to inspect no, no, no. the mystery box. Right. I, guess I think maybe we should use your mystery box. All right, I'm going to open. No, I've already got the trade. I've got it in my hand, and I am opening up the mystery box and... Hey, Alex Rodriguez. Hey, uh, listen. Uh, can I can I bet cleanup? I, th- I think it's a much better Phil. a much better podcast with me in the lineup, guys. I, uh, Brian Cashman, can I get the, gotcha. Can Phil. I get listen, the can we can we go ahead and talk about talk about my days off? Uh, because Ed, days off. You guys is, do know that that you you now owe me one hundred and thirty seven and a half million dollars, right? I don't think. Wait, Phil, whoa, you what? should have looked in the mystery. That's do why you, know you always shake a mystery box. You do you know how to edit audio before you? If I would have shaken it, it would have broken his little neck. He's no, so but old and I, I can play third base or shortstop. So I can play Guitar Hero. I, I can't play Guitar this Hero. This was a terrible trade.
Oh, I got. I made a good choice. Listen, no, listening to it again, Phil. I have to. You took the mystery box. Yeah, I d- always take the mystery box. No, you box. don't. You never take the you mystery box. You gotta watch. Let's make a deal, Joel Moore, Monty Hall. <laughs> Come on. If this, you that's didn't still on. find it the least bit suspicious that after trying to pawn A-Rod off on you for the entire interview, then he offers you a mystery it box? It was a little strange that it was a human-shaped box. I haven't <laughs> seen many also, human-shaped boxes. That uh, was way back in episode 44 when yeah. we were still young. Well, you know what? Uh, say la vie, Phil. Say la vie, because there's really not a lot we can do about it now. Because... Esperanza. Yeah. Esperanza, Joel. Was, Speaking of strange. Esperanza... The the next interview we have comes way back in the year 2011. Whoa! It's with Chris Humphreys. Oh, Chris Chris Kardashian. Chris Kardashian. Yes, I believe that at that time he might have still been married. Yeah, and and that's a pretty brief window to hit right. there, folks. But we we, had, we are uh, on top months. of the sports news here. Yeah, we get it. We we hit it right off the bat. Um, I don't think you were there for that one, Phil. But no, if memory I missed serves, it. Uh, Chris Humphreys. Maybe not the sharpest tool in the shed. No. I mean, he didn't strike yeah. me. I had to go out and get him burritos, as yep. I do for every big guest. I'm sad because he was actually our first big celebrity straight-up interview. Yep. Yeah. We had celebrities who, like, took part in some, you know, uh Phil, some I don't know how to tell you this, but none none of our celebrity guests have enjoyed burritos at all. What? You that's, always, you always send me out for burritos. Yeah, that's what we tell you to get you out of the studio. What? We didn't want you insulting Chris Chris Humphreys. Now my mascara's running even more all okay. over my tuxedo. I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, it, we'll, we'll work all this out before. It was Jordan. Oh, Jordan insisted Jordan that we this. send you out. Yes. I'm going to yell at you. Oh, Jordan's not here. Jordan's not Can't here. Can't yell at him. We keep forgetting. Well, I'm going to drink champagne and cry, and you guys should listen to this interview yeah. with Chris Humphreys. <laughs> all right, so this is exciting. We have our first big-time guest on the podcast. Like a really, a really That's big exciting. time guest. I can't wait. That's yeah. really mean to Rick Paulus and Jacob Harper, if you ask me. I was going to say, even bigger than Jacob Harper and Rick Paulus. Wow. Who? Chris Humphreys. Oh, NBA wow. Power That's awesome. Forward. We talked about him earlier. We did. In headlines. Yeah. We did. Someone from our headlines is now on our... Wow. That's a big deal. That, that is. This is a big get. Yeah. Chris Kardashian hey, himself. Phil, could you... Could you just shut up here? Because we don't. We're gonna ask him sports questions. We don't want you to ruin this. All Fine. Right? I'll just sit here and man the phone line. Thank you. Ready, you ready for me to push the yeah, button to put I, him on? I'd appreciate it. All yeah. right. Here's the button. All right. Please welcome NBA power forward Chris Humphreys via the Tony Romo's guest hotline. Hello, Chris. Oh, hey guys. Whatever. Wow. Is this is this really Chris Kardashian or Chris Humphreys? Uh, the New Jersey Net with a breakout season in which he averaged a double double in which he. I mean, me, me, me averaged, me averaged a double-double in scoring and rebounding. Yes. And only the real Chris Humphreys would know that. All right. Uh, Well, thank you for coming on. You're our first big-time guest. And that is an honor for me. It feels like getting drafted 14th overall by the Utah Jazz in 2004 all over again, which I did because I'm the real Chris Humphreys. Okay. So how how are you holding up these days? Uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm not good. Uh, the main person I have sex with uh, just filed for divorce on my favorite holiday. Uh, I almost didn't get dressed up. Uh, what would you go as? I went as a dinosaur. <laughs> what? A dinosaur? I, yeah, I, it's a costume I still have from the three years I spent playing for the Toronto Raptors. Oh, of course, that was before I was traded to the Dallas Mavericks as part of a four-team deal. Yes, thank you, Chris. That's very informative. Well, that's something that the real Chris Humphreys would know, so... Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Aside from the whole marriage thing, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? You know, to be honest, not a lot. Uh, I've just been hanging out in Minnesota, where I was born and raised by my interracial parents, Mr. and Mrs. Humphreys. Okay, so so have you been doing something to stay in shape and be ready for the moment the NBA season starts? Uh, well, you can you can probably tell that my voice is a little bit fatter. No. Oh, no, no not at all, no. Well, I, to be honest, I have put on some weight lately. Uh, I should probably start working out with my dad, uh, William Mr. Humphreys, a former University of Minnesota football player in the black half of my birthing equation. So, Chris, it it seems like you're a little worried about your, your identity. Uh, are you worried that people are going to forget who you are just because you got divorced? Well, I got to be honest, I'm not worried because uh, I'm going to be changing my middle name to Kardashian since I didn't want to change the last name. So I'm going to be uh, Chris Kardashian was once married to still a good guy, Humphreys. Wow, that is very long. 
Yeah, well, I thought it would. Take, I gotta be honest. I thought it would be better for the reality show. I'm gonna have a reality show spinning spinoff called uh, "Keeping Up with the Kardashians Motorcade." It's where <laughs> I'm gonna be following around Kim Kardashian's motorcade and uh, seeing if I could get that prenuptial agreement changed. That sounds a little creepy, actually. Well, to be honest, I have a lot of free time with the <laughs> season being canceled, so. Uh, I gotta be honest, uh, it's going to be uh, incredibly difficult to stay in shape unless I am stalking a woman. And you said you, you've gained you've gained some weight. What have you been you know What have you been eating? What what's what's uh, mo- mostly KFC snackers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've had the KFC snacker, but they now they have two different types of cheese. <laughs> they have two. They have two slices of bacon, but it's the same kind of bacon. <laughs> There's no difference between those. And it's all piled between two boneless fried chicken patties. Uh, the paper that's around the, the patties gets clear because of all the grease, and I just like to suck on the paper until it's got color again. Well, Chris, that, that sounds pretty grim. Well, i got to be honest, it's not, because uh, when you have free time, I just want to live like a regular person, and the regular person in America is 30 to 80 pounds overweight. So I thought, hey, I better keep up with Americans. As well as the Kardashians. Are you going to be able to move on after this whole wedding fiasco? I know you're changing the name. You've got a new dietary plan. i got to be honest with you. I'm not moving around very much. Uh, I I just discovered, because uh, I had to train so much, I just discovered a system called the Game Gear. Uh, the Game Gear has a game called Shinobi, the Last Ninja. And uh, it's, it's difficult. Once you get to level 5, it gets pretty difficult. So uh, I've been playing a lot of that lately. Well, uh... Chris, is there is there anything you'd like to tell the podcast audience before before we go? Well, I gotta be honest with you. I'm handing out on my website coupons to KFC for the KFC Snackers. Uh, you can get two KFC Snackers for the price of one and a half KFC Snackers. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, I gotta start tightening the belt without an NBA season. So if you're a bar or restaurant owner around the state, you're gonna need you're gonna need some economic relief, and that's what me and KFC have partnered to do. Well, um, thank you, Chris Humphreys. I gotta be honest, it was a pleasure being here. Oh man, that was good. I it wish was... I was there for that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Phil. I, oh, and you're still just mad scare all over. I'm your, a mess. Okay. Episode six was the worst episode ever, and that was the episode that came from. So you should listen to episode six. Episode again. six, going, going way, way back. I've in got the day. Mas- mascara all over my pumps. Chris, Chris Humphreys also uh, came back. Uh, one of the rare he second did episode seventeen. Did. He episode was back. seventeen. You can also check him out. I was uh, also sent out for burritos that day. Liar, Jordan. Oh, Jordan's not here. Jordan's not here. Uh, I can't yell at him. Next episode, I'm going to give him the yelling of his life. You should. And Speaking, keep in mind, this is entirely Jordan. Right. Doing all of this. Speaking of being a ruler over things and doing evil. Yeah. Next interview coming in at number three, Queen Elizabeth. Oh. She uh, she parachuted uh, in at the Olympics. She did. And so we decided it was sports relevant. I want to say uh, biggest get we've ever had. Oh, yeah. I mean, we called One her up at the bar interviews. where she always gets drunk every night. And we're like, is there yeah. Queen Elizabeth there? And they're like, oh, right. Queen Elizabeth. She sent her right over. It was shockingly right easy to come up with that interview. Too easy, I think it right? made us a little ambitious that we started we started calling everybody yeah security didn't even like case the place first she just kind of came in and just yeah just knocked on the door all by her lonesome she did have uh, uh a 44 magnum in her purse right well i wouldn't know because i was sent out for burritos we are really sorry about that one phil again it's entirely entirely jordan's fault now I've got mascara in my mouth, and it tastes—it yeah. doesn't Sorry taste like that. grape, like but, the color would indicate. But you know, why don't, why don't we go ahead and listen to Queen Elizabeth? We've had an interview with Hollywood royalty. Here is our interview with royalty royalty. Okay, guys, this is a big moment for the huge moment for the Sports 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 podcast for for the history of podcasting in general. We would like to welcome Queen Elizabeth II. Hello. Though I it's would, a pleasure to be here. It is so good to have you here, Hello. Your Majesty. Yes. We are. We could not be more thrilled to have you on the podcast. I uh, am very excited. Yes, and you look it. I'm excited to call someone Your Majesty that's not my girlfriend when she's being a bitch. 
right? Hey, Jordan. <laughs> what? Maybe we Please. class it up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In front of the queen. We have queen. the queen of England oh, sorry. on the podcast. Sorry, your majesty. Your apologies accepted. Thank Jordan. you. I could have mentioned that she's Queen Elizabeth I to me because I'm part Scottish, but I didn't. Did I'm sorry. I? That was really rude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, your majesty. That's Okay. Okay, you, your your Majesty. Uh, yes. How did you feel about this? The the thirtieth Olympiad in the thirtieth Olympiad I mean, is now begin. No, no, no. Actually, that that already that already happened. You said that already. It, it's ended. James that, Bond. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. James you did. You did a piece with James Bond, Bond where it, it they made it look like you parachuted into the stadium, even though obviously. Hello, you didn't. James. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's it's great to have you, Your Majesty. I, I, Hello. I, I wanted to ask you a question about the, the beginning of the uh, 30th Olympiad, uh, when you did parachute in. Now, the 30th Olympiad is now begun. Jordan, do, do you right. think she knows we're here? Oh, no, she definitely knows. We're, she's making eye contact. Hello. She is. It, it's kind of creeping me out, though. It's, she hasn't stopped waving. That's true. She's still waving. Hello. H- hello. Jordan had a question for you, Your Majesty. Yes. I was wondering, okay, what was it like to tape that segment with Daniel Craig and to, uh, you know, uh, open the 30th Olympia? They pushed me out of a plane. <laughs> okay, well, but really, yeah, obviously they... I mean, they said that I was going to go visit my dogs. <laughs> your Majesty, I, you Then did... pushed me out of a plane. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Your Majesty, why would they... You clearly didn't actually parachute in. My dogs like to vacation in Yorkshire. They have to take a plane. Hello. <laughs> your dogs. Hello, Your Majesty. Dogs go on vacation. I jumped out of a plane with nothing. <laughs> nothing. But a parachute. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello. You know all the the rumors, you know about the the inbreeding and the royal families and the hemophilia. And... I've, heard, I've heard some of those. Yeah, my um, blood hurts. <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder if wonder if maybe maybe that's part of the issue here. The thirtieth Olympiad is now. You said, you said that three you times nailed on our podcast. When did, when you said it on TV, you nailed it. Hello. Yeah, people were. <laughs> hello, hello, your hello, Majesty. Madam. Hello, your Majesty. Hello. Oh, okay. James. <clears throat> Hello, James. Right, but it was it wasn't really James Bond. It was Daniel really, Craig. Daniel it was an Craig. actor who. I've really... seen him kill a man. Well, that's we, disturbing. What? I, I I saw him kill a man too. Oh yes, in, in the, the movies, movies. Ah, at a movie yes, theater. The play. It's not a. It's not a. It's Hello. A film. Hello. Hi there. You know, I think maybe uh we should uh yeah maybe we should the thirtieth Olympiad is now. Begin and you're okay. She's messing up her verb tenses. Yeah, we should we should maybe find her handlers again and just kind of shove her off. On, yeah, this on is them. this is probably why they didn't want us to. Uh... Back to Yorkshire. You know, it was great having you, Your yes. Majesty. Hello. It was it was a huge honor, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. Hello. The first. Hello. Yes. It, Hello. It's, it's the end of your interview. We're saying goodbye. Hello. Good good goodbye. goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. Hello. It's the end. Hello. Good night. Wow, that was fascinating. Yeah. Uh, if memory serves, the queen uh did not have command of all of her faculties in the way that you would necessarily assume. You would think that somebody who pretends to rule a country would have more mental would be faculties more than on that, top but of no. things. But I think she's still technically. Like, forms the government and all that. Duh. You know? Bad news, brewskis. So, that yeah. makes me so sad that my mascara is running even more. Yeah. I've got mascara literally everywhere. Literally everywhere. It's, Starting it's to get on you, thing. there's a pool around it's, my shoes. It's it's funny because you decided to wear the powder blue tux. Yeah. Had you worn a black tuxedo, oh, like it would have blended, right blended right in. But, but now, the, the powder blue one had the tails. It did. And and I was with you when you made that decision, and I yeah. believe I backed powder blue. So yeah. I literally stapled tails of dead animals to the end yes. of it, which uh, I think is a good choice. Yeah, 
again, I was on board with all of this, but now that the mascara's on it, mascara, madscara, madscara, <laughs> dude, we should get a line of makeup and call it madscara. That's pretty good. The the no fear makeup line. Oh, I love it. Speaking of no fear, the number two interview Ooh, on the sports sports, sports podcast, second best of all. Time. Oh, I should probably mention that Queen Elizabeth was on episode 35. Episode 35, Queen Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah. But episode 24 brought us the NFL draft guru, Gil Kipson Jr. Oh, that was a good one. That was so great. Or so, I, I was not present for that one. Yeah. Uh, I really wish I had been a uh, big-time draft fan over time. Uh, I seem to remember... Well, let's 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 just listen to. The I clip. got pretty angry at him, but you. I think yeah. I I remember there being a little anger. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of wish we sent you off for burritos. Well, I was there, so yeah. enjoy, Joel. Okay. All right, so this is exciting. We have in the studio now NFL draft guru Gil Kipson Jr. Gil, what's going on? Hey, good to be here, Phil. Good to be here, Jordan. Looking forward to doing the podcast. Good to see you, Gil. Absolutely, and I insist, call me Gil. Okay, Gil. Uh, sure thing, we'll continue Gil. Continue doing that. So we've just got out of a dormant period for football. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we're going into another dormant period, but but standing here like a, like a golden oasis in the middle of that desert is the NFL draft, which is the only time of year that I work. So I am really amped about this week. Well, that's great. It's good to be employed. Absolutely. It absolutely is. The rest of the year, I'm just drinking and trying to figure out what to do with myself. Is that so. why you were constantly shoving our muffins that we laid out for you in the in the waiting room in your pockets? Yes. Is I that also, your storing? I also have a briefcase that I typically use to store. Well, you've heard the story of the grasshopper and the ant, have you not? you got to yeah. store up for winter. Oh, I sure. have, and I know for a fact those are Costco muffins. They're delicious, and we have 30 of them. Yes. So please help yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I already did, Jordan. And you know what? Take a squeeze it, too, on your way out. Are you serious? God, yeah. this is why I love this podcast, guys. You right. have some of the best craft services out there. But we need you. We're, we're giving you oh. food because we need you to tell us about this draft and that's going on. And I am on. going to pay you guys off in spades. All right. Let's get to the top players on the draft board. As you already know, Andrew Luck is most likely going to go to Indianapolis. I believe it's already a done deal. RG3 out of Baylor going to go to the Skins who traded up with St. Louis to grab themselves a quarterback because they already got Bradford. Okay. Uh, also near the top of that draft board, and this is where it gets a little trickier, Matt Khalil, the offensive tackle out of USC. Good looking kid. Big kid, strong kid. Most likely going to go in the top five. Trent Richardson, running back out of Alabama. He gets a rating of A++ on the Gil Gibson Jr. humongous board of potential draft picks. Uh, what, how can I stop you there, Gil? Let me slow you down for one second. Uh, first of all, it sounds like you're, you're talking about how attractive these people are, more so than they're playing. You're like, good-looking kid, and he's strong. Oh, I'm going to be honest with you? Yeah. How attractive the guy is has a lot to do with his success in the NFL, at least in my personal experience. Until I get to see that headshot, I don't like to put them in any sort of position on that draft board. I think it also shows how much work they put in. Yes, absolutely. If they're really crimping their hair, all right? If they're if they're sh they got good crimping pores. Crimping their hair? Are they like 80s pop star mall singers? A good crimped head of hair, to me... Says blue chip prospect. Like an actual crimper? Like you do with like Malibu Barbie dolls? I'm not sure what a crimper is. To be A crimper is the one that makes the hair like a really wavy and a tight way. Oh, like the zigzagger. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hey, are we talking hair? Are we talking football? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to divert. We're talking to take brought up the list. crimper. Now, the next quarterback on my list here is Ryan Tannehill. Quarterback out of Texas A&M. A lot of people maybe overlooked him because of the quality at the top of the draft board. I think this kid is going places, and that's why I have made quarterback Ryan Tannehill my ching lock of the draft. Oh, this is see, this is oh. great because I was going to say the viewers at home are probably waiting for the Gil Kipson Jr. ching lock of the draft. Oh, I love it every time he says it. But here's the thing: at the Sports 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 podcast, we have the internet, and we started doing research on it. Sure. And we Sorry, wanted to did, go through and kind of look back at some of your previous 
Gil Kipson Jr. Cha-ching! Lock, lock of the draft. Uh, uh, well, that's we always usually focus on the upcoming draft. I know, but I think I think it'd be fun to kind of look back at your previous Gil Kipson Jr. Why would you think that? Lock of, lock of the draft. <laughs> we gotta stop well, making me say that. You're an analyst. We gotta just kind of want to check out your track record. This yeah. isn't crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Well, that's 2007. Jamarcus Russell. Cha-ching! Lock of the draft. Jamarcus Russell. Okay. Well, that that Did, one. He might still come back. You know, no. I think he's back in football soon. 1998. Peyton Manning. No, no. Ryan Leaf. Ching! Lock of the draft. Okay. Well, that one. You're. You're. I mean, as soon as he gets out of jail, I think he's back in the field. I've never By heard the way, of Ryan Leaf. He's. He. He just got arrested recently. But oh, he did. It's his second out of arrest. Pretty quick. <laughs> Oops. And then he got arrested again after he went out on parole. That but that, but he, that Peyton Manning got hurt, so I think that clearly shows that I was I was somewhat right to pick Lee. He got cha-ching, locked in a prison. <laughs> right? Well, let me just run through a couple more here. 1989, Tony Mandrich. Cha-ching, lock of the draft. <laughs> <1980. That's>, <laughs> Tony Mandrich was a can't-miss prospect. Yeah, don't give me no baloney. I want a Mandrich meal. <laughs> if... If, if he had kept taking steroids, I think he would have been a fine professional football He's player. He's an athlete food pun. Hashtag <laughs> athlete food puns. What do you mean hashtag? Darn Hasht- kids. Hashtag. All right. 1987, Brian Bosworth. Cha-ching! Lock of the draft. That was actually, I made a rare supplemental lock of the draft pick. Uh, and, and it was Boz. He's still famous. No, yeah, no, that's right. Hell of a buzz cut on that kid. Here's one I remember. 2002, Charles Rogers. Cha-ching! Lock of the draft! I didn't know he had a glass collarbone. How am I to be blamed for that? Well, here's another one. Kind of same same thing. 2005, Mike Williams. Cha-ching! Lock of the draft! The best way to get value is to to pick uh, receivers at the top of the draft. Everybody knows that. Always get a receiver. They're sweating really profusely. No one's ever done this before. What kind of crazy almanac are you kids have in your possession? Well, here's the thing. This is this one's a special one because I remember this one vividly. I remember tuning in at home. This was your Y2K special. It was 1999, and you did two Gil Kipson Jr. Cha-cha-ching-ching, lock-lock, up off the, the draft draft. Yeah, that's right. It was Achilles Smith and Tim Couch. Cha-ching, lock of the draft. Cha-ching, lock of the draft. It was wow. really weird to whiff on two locks in one year. <laughs> Usually I just do the one. I don't know what I was thinking that year. Gil, you got a little bit of blood coming out of your nose. <laughs> At least it's not the year this time. I guess that is good. Hey, buddy, do you, you need a tissue? You're going to be okay? I don't, I don't know. It's never been faced like this. No one ever asked me about what I said in previous draft years. Just just drink a squeeze it. How many? Do you got you got extra squeeze it? Yeah. I was kind of hoping I got a couple grape, orange, cherry. You got to... Got a half a handle of pop off over there too. I noticed. Is there any chance I could grab that? Why don't you just take it and go? Yeah, I think I'll take it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, thanks for coming out, Gil Kipson yeah, Jr. Great time. Yep, call me Gil. Ching, lock of the draft. Wow, Gil Kipson yeah. Jr. Uh, he did not seem at all prepared to talk about anything that he had said in the past. You know what? He's more suited for some sort of comedy sports podcast than our serious yes, sports podcast. We, we do only really serious sports yeah, here. That was know. a lot of tomfoolery. By yeah. the way, I don't think we've mentioned it in a while, but this whole countdown is brought to you by Mentos. Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Tebow! I had to throw it in. Yeah, they had, had to throw, to throw that it in, in. There. But now we're down to number one. Oh, the number one. Should we do a drum roll? Uh, well, I just have to say the fans have written in for all of these. These were yes. decided by – there was um, absentee ballots. Uh, yep. Florida came down to a very Fan close vote. one. We, uh, we actually, well, well, Florida was a very close one, but we had actually decided it long before. So, yes. Yeah. It's not like in 2000 when we had our best interview vote and – it was just a cluster. Oh, man, it was yeah. terrible. It took us weeks and weeks, and by the time Oops. we did it, it was like a previous yeah. year. We missed our one-year, two-month anniversary. We had to do it at the two-year anniversary? Yeah. It ugh, was, terrible. When we used went to do to podcasts. The, went to the Supreme Court for the final decision? Yeah. I believe that was uh, that was Gee Walken? Yeah. Yeah. That's back, I mean, back in 2000, that's when we had to write down our podcasts on pieces of paper and hand them out to people on the <laughs> yes, street. Yes, absolutely. I remember that Before distinctly. we went digital. Yeah. 
I don't think we called it a podcast at that point. No, at that or time. Or no, we I, did call it a podcast, and everyone was very confused as yeah, to what we were talking it about. It was a it was covered in clip art. Yes. And it was our it was our paper podcast. Yep. And people were like, What is this pod? What is a cast? Yeah. What what do you mean by podcast? Well, and speaking of confusion, yeah. Coming in at number one. Number one. Brought to you by Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Is the interview of confused replacement ref Tony Spumante? Tony Spoo. Oh, he's been a, a favorite. Classic. Yes. A also, favorite Tony then. Spumante uh, came back for a second interview. Yeah, he came back and, and tweeted, and and we we read some of his tweets. Tony Spumante, a classic. Oh, he he loves the sport of football. He, he loved does. being a replacement One ref. One of the NFL replacement refs back when that whole debacle was going down. Let's let's not say anymore. Let's just throw it to Tony Spoo. Okay, uh, we just let Phil out. Uh, joining us in the studio here, and he's not going to be harassed, we have Tony Spumante. Uh, he's one of the replacement refs uh, for the NFL. He just uh, just fresh off of uh, refereeing the game on Monday night uh, and, and, and here to talk oh, to Falcons us. Oh, Falcons-Broncos. Falcons-Broncos. Hey, good it's game. good to be here today, huh, Tony Spumante? Thank you, Tony. Yeah, yeah I'm a new referee. Yeah, you and, are. <laughs> yeah. You're, you know what? You're excited, and we're excited to have you here. I used to ref for college, you know. Yeah? Got moved yeah. up to the big leagues, huh? Absolutely. And, yeah. that's, and we, we want to know, what what is it like being there on the field knowing that it's, you know, at any moment the entire outcome of an NFL football game could hinge in a decision that you're about to make? Well, let me tell you this, all right? When my godmother came over from Italy... To move to America, she used to talk about the American dream a lot, huh? Well, when I get down on that court, I realize that I am living the American dream. Go football! Did you just say court? Yeah, when I get down on the playing court, I know that I've truly made it for me and all the Italian people's Bumonte! Okay, okay, Tony. It's actually it's, it's a field. Yeah, oh, you got field. you're right. It is a field. It is a big field of referees that I have to compete against, and I win. Spumante will ring down from the heavens back down to the earth as the greatest referee of all time. Oh, okay. right, all right. Well, you know, or at least until the the work stoppage ends. But yeah. there's been a lot of criticism of the new referees. You know, some some stuff miscalls. You know. Uh, there's been some blown calls. Well, I, I criticize the criticizers, huh? They don't like that. When you put a, a negative comment on a YouTube board, you don't expect anyone to negative comment back. When they do, they go, oh, you're right, Spumante. Your video of the cat uh, jumping up and down like a human being was pretty good. Okay, that's that's all good. Uh, let's, let's talk some turkey, though. I really want to maybe uh, really sort of get in here and dis- uh, dissect what what your approach is when you're calling, like, a football game. So, no. you know, like, they say... There's some holding on every play. What what goes into some of those sort of trickier judgment calls? Where oh, you're, I've you're... got I've got my method finely tuned, Joel. By the way, where's Phil? Phil... I like that guy. He's a funny guy on this podcast. Uh, well, Phil had to step. He has this we... sort of a history of being really abusive to our guests. Hey, so. that's understandable. All right. So my method when I'm down on the field, all right? Yeah. Right. What I like to do is really watch the puck, all right? I keep my eyes well, on the puck as it's being passed back and forth. You mean the, you mean the ball. The uh, yeah, the big, the, ball. the big puck ball. Yeah, we call it's it the puck. The, the football. No, we call it the puck. It's kind of It's a referee term. Uh, but yeah, when they take that big oblong shaped puck and they're passing it around and kicking it and hurling it, uh, I just keep my eye directly on the. I don't look at the player; I look at the puck. Right, and I and I and I get okay. that, and that yeah, might be uh, helpful for following the play. But yeah. wouldn't you need to look at the players if you're going to decide if there's holding or pass interference yeah. or any, uh, you know, rough not roughing. Uh, uh, roughing the passer. Roughing the passer. You know you. what I I do? I sometimes I do look at the players, huh? Yeah. Sometimes I look at the quarterback. Sometimes I look at the dime back. I've even looked at the nickel back one or two times. Huh? There's no, there's no, well, yeah. there, there is such a thing as a dime back and a nickel back. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I called the nickel back for grabbing in the last game. Grab. There, yeah. There's no, there's he no, was grabbing onto somebody and he, he tackled him right to the ground and he threw him right on the ground. What's and the, I went, no, that's, that's, that's actually, grabbing. That's, that's, that's something you, what's, you're supposed to do. I the, threw my whistle up in the air and went grabbing. No, what's, you're supposed to throw a flag. Wait, what's the penalty for grabbing? What do you enforce on on the? Oh, he got a he got a, a spanking right on the field. 
Doesn't I mean, gave that, him. That's not at all the rules of football. Yeah, not even ten yards. Not most a 10 people yard. didn't even see it because I just dragged him by his ear over to the sideline and I went, "You've that was naughty the way you were grabbing. You might have hurt the guy." And I gave him a good spanking. Okay, uh, uh, Tony, is there anything you can do? You, do you have any opinions on? I mean, over the last four or five years, have been a lot of changes to the pass interference rules. Oh uh, yes. Uh, do Do you feel like the game might be diminished somewhat by the way that they're they're making it that much harder to do uh, basic coverage? Absolutely. You know what? I've oh, I've always had a problem with people that they look like they're gonna make a pass, right? And then they give the puck to some other guy and he jogs down the field, huh? That's terrible pass inference. He was inferring that there was going to be a pass did going you, on. Did you just say pass inference? Yeah, he was inferring about a pass, and then he just well, gave he gave pa- the puck pa- to uh, someone pass else. Pass interference. Huh? Pass interference, Sometimes Tony. someone from the other, the wearing the other colors, will come in and take the puck away from them and start running the other For direction. For God's sake, stop calling it a puck. <laughs> and you know what? I say, I say, that's, that's, that's a motion inference, huh? What? If the motion was supposed to go one way, they made the motion go the other way. That's inference. That, just, that sounds like a turnover. That's just I a part threw of my whistle and I grabbed another ref. You're supposed and to I throw his whistle. Flag. I was so blow upset, the whistle. Huh? You throw you blow the, the whistle. You yeah. throw the flag. And you know what? I went over to the the cheerleaders on the side and I said, "Why don't you jump in and help them, huh?" What? Why, what are they doing over there? You invited they're, the cheerleaders to well, be a part of... they're wearing the colors of the team, and all they do over there is sit with the pom-poms and shake the butt in the air, huh? They're not a, they're not you don't a part of the... shake your butt in the air. You gotta go in there, you know? You gotta, you gotta make a kick. Huh? Sometimes Tony, the ball is Tony, just, Tony, Tony, people are trying to help. grab the ball and they should just go over and kick it, huh? Tony, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle? <laughs> yeah, I want to follow you. All right, my Twitter handle is at Tony Spumante. That's eight spoos. <laughs> dot com backslash football. I didn't know you could backslash. <laughs> yeah, and look, not, Tony, do you do you know actually know anything about football? What do you mean? I'm a ref. Like, huh? I, I like how many how many points do you get for a touchdown? You mean the touchdowns? Yes, the touchdowns. You mean like when somebody's down on the ground, they touch the ground? No, you that's should not, know better. That's not you what I mean. mean. You know, well, you're depends. willingly doing a pun there. No, are we are we playing by are we playing by the uh, the NHL rules? Or are we playing by no, Jock Jam's NFL. rules? Jock Jam's just an album. What? Yes. <laughs> no, we're playing by. I saw it on the no, screen. No, NFL. There was Jock National rules. Football League. You know what Jock Jam's rules are? Stop twice, clap once. Stop twice, clap once. This is uh. I want to follow this guy on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. My opinion on the labor stoppage has shifted somewhat. You know what? I just learned something. What's What's that? that? You know, when you're when you're on the on the football field, right? Yeah. And uh, so you're in you're in center court, right? When people are when people are moving the puck around, uh, you're not allowed to cheer for one team or the other. Well, yeah, obviously, you're obviously not. You're the ref. You're like I spent the entire game going, go Red Wings. That's, that's a go hockey Red team. Wings. You, you, Everyone you looked at me like I was somewhat knowledgeable idiot. about hockey. You just continue to. I can't tell. I'm a big NFL fan. This is infuriating. I know more about football than you, and you're calling games. You're affecting Wait. fantasy statistics. Exactly. Betting. Well, that's that's why I'm glad they came up with a new rule, huh? What's the new? I'm what's really the new glad rule, they Tony? came up with a new rule, huh? If you're exchanging money for a bet on the game that's going on, and you're a referee. You got to give half of it to the NHL. What? Yeah. If you're betting on the game, well, you're You're betting on NFL games that you were officiating (laughs) and giving half of your winnings to Gary Bettman. Is that what you just told me? I don't know who this Gary guy is. I gave to the guy who was running the Hackytown Cafe in Detroit. I think I think we figured out who's behind the the referee stoppage. Yeah. The NHL, we have some... Do you guys know that if you throw the ball all the way into the other colored section at the end from half court, Whoa. you get 900 points? That's no, not I did not know that because fact. that's not true at all. Yeah. All right. You know, Phil's not here, but Joel's infuriated. I'm yeah. pissed off. I, I mean, don't want to be abused. I'm not, see, Phil's not here, and I'm abusive towards our guests. Wait, okay? are you guys that's being what serious? You're seriously mad? Yeah, I, I think, am I think you got it. Well, you know what? I throw my whistle. You guys get no. Ow! You guys get ow! You guys get Fuck! 400 mile you penalty. Not be throwing for a for niceness inference. Ow! And that's it. That's our top seven countdown for our one-year, two-month anniversary. Did you notice that it's entirely possible that Tony Spumante there 
did not appear to understand much about the actual rules of football. Well, that was the first time I heard it because you sent me out for burritos. I don't also even... for episode thirty nine, which is that episode. Yeah, I also I I don't know why we did that. Tony Spumante was not really a huge get. Oh, uh, but you still sent me out for burritos. You I think didn't we want were just angry. tired of you. I think oh. And he's crying again. Okay, I'm sorry, Phil. <laughs> Mascara is getting all over my piece of paper where I write all down over, all our plugs. Hey, hey, hey. What? But we're finished. Oh, hey! let's, let's, let's do the outro real quick. Okay. Sports! Sports. That was different than that usual. That felt weird. Didn't it, though? Yeah. What was... Jordan's not here. Jordan's not Jordan's here. Not That's not right. Here. Uh, so I guess he's not going to tell me that I'm the one that has to give out our contact information. But that's still the case, isn't it? Or maybe we should, I don't let, know. You'll have if, to try let, it. Let's see if Jordan can handle our contact okay. info. I better do no, it. No, he right. forgot. He I forgot the Twitter it. handle again. So well, you can it. email us at sports 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 podcast at gmail dot com. That's sports 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 podcast at gmail dot com. You can tweet us at us at sports number three podcast. That's at sports the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports 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 podcast. Your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at Stitcher dot com and search sports 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 podcast. You can find us on YouTube. Go to youtube dot com slash comedy pod net to uh, check out all of our episodes and comment and all of that jazz. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number 3, all one word, Space Podcast. Or you can find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Solid stuff. Happy one year and two months, Woo! Phil. I am Woo! so drunk off champagne and covered in mascara. This is the year and two month, I believe, is the mascara. Mascara. The mascara. The, the mascara. I keep doing that. It's spelled that way. But it it's is. just the mascara anniversary, so this it is fitting. Well, I just got you this pack of Mentos. Oh. Oh. Now you can feel the rush in your mouth. Every time you say that to me, Phil, it gets more touchy. Wow. All right. Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.